Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Today I'm delighted to welcome Ankit Menaria, who is human resource business partner at Byju's. Welcome to the podcast Ankit. Thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? Hi Riddhi, uh, thanks for having me here. I'm doing good. Thank you and how are you? I'm great Ankit and it's pleasure having you here. So before we start like can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your career journey till now to set some context about what you do or who you are So my name is Ankit Menaria and I belong to a city called Udaipur in Rajasthan Contrary to where I am right now I never wanted to be an HR person uh, at least 10 years back I would say I wanted to be an astrophysicist and uh, I was a very very curious guy like thought of ending up somewhere working in nasa doing some research in cosmos and uh, because of my curiosity i learned this theory of relativity quantum physics all this uh, at least a basic understanding of them in my 11th class but uh, fate wanted something else and uh, i ended up working in hr uh, eventually uh, loving it immensely i literally like uh, want to excel too much in hr right now so it's good that i ended up loving it So I I was placed in a company called Jindal Steel. Uh, it, it's a big steel manufacturing company, and uh, I was placed in their IR and personal department. But again, me being a very very curious guy, I wanted to learn everything: recruitment, PMS, talent management. That time, uh, at least in my early stages of my career, I thought that's the whole HR, uh, IR, uh, the recruitment, talent management, and training and development. I was like, I'm I'm full fully well versed in all 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 the concepts of HR. Uh, so. Uh, our plant uh, hr head mr pranit kumar uh, he had a, uh, he was very he was he was somebody who used to give chances to people wherever whatever they wanted to learn so again i started getting hold of the real life and uh, how to handle pms in 2018 i was given a big chance to lead the implementation of sap success factors uh, majorly the ec module onboarding and offboarding module and uh, after that i started getting the idea that why digitization is so so important in at least in hr i would say in the coming years then i got the chance to i was actually transferred to the head office and uh, i got the chance to lead the digitization for the complete group including a few other things like pms communications all these things and uh, there uh, again i learned the importance of data the reason why data needs to be accurate so that the data will be able to give us many uh, amazing results where we need to improve what we are doing correctly again because of digitization i chose my second company which was darwin box it's a thriving hrms company uh, i had a very short stint there but a very memorable stint then i ended up working in a company called byju's majorly to understand uh, the impact of culture in a organization so I'm- here Yeah I must say it's been fantastic journey so far because whatever you have said about your experience whether be having knowledge in PMS or data analyst or digitization I must say like there's plethora of everything and definitely will get a lot of content for our listeners from our conversation today so yeah and 
of course we know that you are human resource business partner and uh, you someone who has worked in hrvp for a while now i just wanted to ask you like oh, what are some of the key skills that you think are necessary for success in hrvp role and like how have how you have developed those skills in your career so far the one skill i would uh, uh, i would suggest which is the major skill which i feel personally is the stakeholder management if your stakeholders are in line if they if you have their buy in on certain things most of the areas like they can be dealt with because see uh, the technical skills you can learn them okay mm-hmm. uh, recruitment uh, again pms uh, projects all this thing uh, you can learn the uh, those things but again uh, with stakeholder management it is very crucial because being a hrbp you are trying to assist business yeah and if the business is not aligned with you then you will find a lot of challenges in implementing anything yeah so first is i would say stakeholder management second i would say the thirst for learning uh, how you can like uh, uh, implement new things how you can convince the stakeholders what is what are the challenges which you might face and uh, how you to deal with the challenges and third thing a little bit about change management also but again this is i would say a sub a subset of stakeholder management because if stakeholders are aligned you will find it relatively easy to uh, bring changes in the organization and how i was double, was i able to develop this thing i would say uh, i basically am a, a very introvert guy but uh, i have a good way of dealing with people i started with the manufacturing plant and uh, i've been told that i was very humble very diplomatic kind of person and because of which i was able to understand the issues of the people uh what they are facing and how uh, me as a hr can try to help then i was when i was transferred to the corporate office uh one thing i would say which really helped me was my dressing so i love suiting up and uh, honestly i was the only guy in the whole company uh, who used to come in a three piece suit with a tie in okay. fact even the md was not coming he was in a suit but not three piece and tie okay every day i used to come in that and majority of the times it helped me breaking the ice with the stakeholders Okay. So it created an impact for at least for me i would say yeah definitely as you properly pointed out like dressing and the way you go to office must be the most important thing how you present and the other thing is about networking so you should have interest in networking and you know how to do networking it's like nowadays very important because being in hrbp or not in hrbp i must say like in other role also in other domain networking is something which is very important to know exactly so one more thing i would like to add yeah. which i used to play with most of my stakeholders that whenever i was coming with a uh, with a request for them yeah. i would always try to highlight what's in it for them okay and whenever they get the idea that agar kuch bhi aa raha hai in the organization and we might be benefiting out of it in yeah. one way or another you will have their buy in most of the times yeah definitely so stakeholder management is something very important you should know how to get aligned with the business what you are doing in future that will definitely help you to build your skills and to know how business will grow or prosper in the future So yeah these are some of the most important skills you should have as an HRBP role so definitely you mentioned about different kind of skills like you have you must have you must know how to manage stakeholder or you must know how to assess business or to develop the interest to learn new things so there are 
you know many other skill sets nowadays which is required uh, today so uh, what strategies do you ensure to for your workforce is continue acquire and hone relevant skills nowadays so what do so you think? in this case uh, uh, rithi uh, again uh, majority of the time it again yeah. comes to the fact that what's in it for the uh, our employees because i've seen the cases where somebody was interested in a course and he learned that kind of skill uh, and he still ended up working in the same position he's uh, he was working for the past 3 4 years yeah so the organized way needs to be there yeah and uh, i one of the very very beautiful implementation i saw in my first company uh, by our lnd had there uh, it was the implementation of idp idps and uh, they had this methodology of uh, 3e so whenever you want to learn something there is a methodology called 3e where 10% you learn by education okay. 20% you learn by exposure okay mixing somebody else or being uh, taking them as a as your mentor and 70% you learn by experience experience okay so for example if you want to learn about recruitment you can study about recruitment that will give you the 10% of knowledge 20% you can uh, ask someone to guide you like yeah. how to uh, do do the fundamentals right and 70% uh, you will have to do the those things just to understand the challenges which comes with it so once you are uh, implementing that thing uh, at least in my point of view uh, you will be able to get a good hold of the new skills Definitely. now uh, it was implemented in the idp so the people uh, were asked to write their individual development programs that what they aspire to and how those aspirations might uh, or will be aligned with the company's goals so where we are heading as a company where our employees want to head okay once they, that is aligned uh, then the company will support them for the development so we we had plans for education like so somebody wanted to do some kind of certificate some course uh, even life distance learning or a full time uh, education also so the company will support them for uh, for it yeah definitely i must say you have put something great analogy about three e's which is like most important thing to know that something really great and uh, you know people are nowadays even more trying to learn by their own in fact if we'll talk about the pandemic which has given employee a plenty of time to think about how you know they can develop or hone their talents or abilities in the workplace so i think it's a great time to learn different and new skills so i just wanted to ask you like with uh, remote work being more prevalent how do you facilitate skills development and learning opportunities for employee working from diverse locations because there are people who are sitting at home or sitting at office so how do you coordinate between them to learn so luckily or unluckily we i've been working in organizations where uh, uh, the whole work from home culture has not been that prevalent given okay. the nature of the business uh, but uh, few of the instances especially after covid when i say uh, when we were able to uh, do some kind of e learning i would say till it still is a very big challenge uh, to give that kind of learning in the uh, to the employees uh, in in our hr groups also what whatsapp groups i have seen people projecting this kind of question that uh, what are the skill uh, what are the trainings which you give and how do you give uh, those trainings so that people can acquire new skill sets yeah so something which we have done in the past is we used to have few of the surveys done from the business heads or the hods that uh, according to them what are the crucial skill sets which their people will require especially when they are working from uh, uh, this uh, working from home yeah and uh, once that surveys done, done we create uh, we used to create some basic uh, training programs and uh, 
we also used to uh, inform uh, the participants that again what's in it for them why they should learn it because mm-hmm. see especially in the virtual uh, setup the engagement is not there yeah very true. trainer trainer might be giving the uh, idea that what's uh, he might be giving the training but uh, most of the people might be not that much engaged yeah. so before starting the training the things uh, decided were that what's in it for them always a very very crucial factor i would say yeah. once they are aware that what is something they will be learning out of this training the interest might peak a little again yeah. not a full full uh, 100% uh, sure short method second thing which we used to include was the engagement during the training so i have seen sessions where somebody is uh, giving the training for one one and a half hour two hours and uh, after 15 20 minutes the people lose their attention towards the trainer but uh, it was implemented again by our lnd team amazingly they used to after every 15 20 minutes they used to do some kind of activity so we had kahoots mentimeters uh, rooms i think in zoom we have that facility to send people in, divide them in the teams and send to rooms so after the training was done we again used to have a survey that uh, what was the impact of the training did you find it useful and after that uh, uh, we used to measure the impact on you know you know after 2 to 3 months as per the kirkpatrick rule so again it's a very early stage and i uh, i at least have do not do not have that kind of experience i think it is still challenging to definitely i must say like these are some of the great points you have brought about uh, you know creating awareness or doing survey after the training so it seems like uh, there's a lot of potential to create a workplace uh, that's uh, both flexible and structures as long as you approach it with the right way or right mindset yes yes yeah. yes see so, we are habitual of uh, learning through at least physical uh, in a, in a physical way yeah. somebody as a tutor or the trainer they will be giving us the trainings in a in a physical setup yeah. and it has been there from i think many many years suddenly yeah. because of covid uh, we were forced to do the trainings uh, on a virtual setup and it, it brought up a new challenges yeah. i think it's a, it's an opportunity for many people as you pointed out yeah bring new organized ways to learn and uh, to do the trainings yeah so yeah because we are now moving into the digitalization and digital landscape so you know everybody should focus on more of the virtual thing to adopt easy so as long as you know we will be aware of the trends and practices what is happening nowadays it is very easy to be you know adapt those skills easy so uh, you know we have talked about different kind of skills how do we adopt so i just wanted to ask you like in the past because we have missed on the very important topic which is digitalization so uh, in the fast paced digital landscape like what approaches do you recommend for employees or for our listeners to develop and maintain their learning agility be someone who has immense curiosity for uh, learning if, yeah. if if it is not there so for me it was there that's why i wanted to become a scientist Okay. but in case if it's not there I always try to understand how you can improve yourself and in okay. what areas you can improve yourself and uh, sometimes it feels it's a it's a very big task it's a, it's a lot of burden to do such kind of things hmm. i have read somewhere in fact uh, in one of the podcast only i i heard it that if you are able to devote 15 minutes to a specific skill every yeah. day throughout the year you will be better than 95% of the people Uh, who are who are uh, having trying to have that kind of skill yeah. so my suggestion would be the same uh, at least in the first first half of the day uh, before yeah. 12 at least because that's where uh, i read somewhere that the neurons that time are very active and whatever you try to learn uh, somewhere around before 11 or 12 it right. it stays with you 
ஓகேபிட் start small 15 minutes what can i do to improve myself uh, communication okay i'll try some uh, courses because right now there are a lot of courses available on the internet for free there yeah. are many sites which are giving this kind of courses yeah second thing i would suggest is if you can find someone to find a, a friend or a partner the with them you you'll be able to have this kind of habit so start slow give at least 15 minutes a day try to implement those things once the habit is formed you'll be able to like uh, learn many many new things i would say definitely that makes a lot of sense and of course uh, you know by like you have bought some great points and by implementing these points definitely our listeners will get a lot of you know uh, insights from our conversation today so definitely uh, yes and thank you for sharing this ankit so this brings us to the end of our conversation uh, but before we leave can you tell our listeners they, where they can reach out to you uh reach out in the sense like uh, linkedin yeah okay i'm not aware this is my first first podcast so no yeah no problem so you can share your linkedin profile yeah you can find me uh, on linkedin with my name ankit menaria a n k i t space m e n a r i a and i'm pretty sure i will be the only guy with the surname menaria and uh, ankit name and uh, hr guy <laughs> and if you want my linkedin id it's uh, ankit hrm okay okay so thank you for sharing this ankit that was great podcast and great conversation we had today so it was really lovely hosting you today thanks riddhi the pleasure was all mine thank you